guys is from wherever they feel like it. It's Two Guys Watch a Movie! Who is your host? Two Guys! Hey everybody, welcome to Two Guys Watch a Movie, episode number four! A new episode? Uh, yeah. That'd be the title of it? Yeah. So new episode four, a new, a new episode. Yeah. So I guess that means this is really the first episode then? Oh yeah, that's we should have called the first episode. episode the first, four. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's episode four. It's got to be the first one, right? Well, you know, here's a fun Star Wars fact: when it came out in theaters, mm. it did not have episode four written on it. It just right. was called, and it wasn't called A New Hope. It was just Star Wars. They didn't have like the uh, the episode four, like in the opening crawl. They didn't have like yep. a. They just started yeah, just the crawl. Star Wars, and then yeah, just started the crawl. Wow, I did not know that. It might have said Star Wars. It might have even said A New Hope, but it didn't oh, it didn't okay. say episode two. Oh, it wasn't episode like at this point nobody but knew. But then yeah, they didn't have home video at the time too, so I mean maybe, but like uh so then uh when Empire came out it was episode five <clears throat> and that actually did confuse people. <laughs> cool. Oh no I mean confusion's Not, never cool, but I mean It's an interesting little it's, yeah. yeah, such an interesting it's always an interesting story with those movies. Oh my god uh guys thank you so much for listening today uh this is our quarantine episode of the show i'm jordan ehrlich by the way i'm tommy Kurtz, and this is our podcast about movies um and we're broadcasting from separate locations yes i've got my microphone tommy you got yours and we're recording it's gonna be we got no structure planned for this today well, also, no movies are coming out. No movies have come out, no. I've got, I mean, i got a couple of things we can talk about as a jumping off point. Sure. But, like, yeah, I guess, first of all, man, like, have you, how, how are you doing with all this? Yeah, I'm thriving. I love it. I, uh, as funny as that sounds, I really do, I really do enjoy, I enjoy not going out. I feel like I've been preparing for this for years. <laughs> all the intro, yeah, say, I mean... Being somewhat of an introvert myself, like I'm like, yeah, stay in, stay inside yeah. all day, not see anybody. Okay, I'll get okay. sick of it. Like I like to go out and socialize once or twice a month, maybe. Right. But like, uh, I'll get sick of it because this is gonna keep going until at least the end of the month, at least the end of April. End of April, yeah. Shoot, man, we had three months ago or so. We we planned a trip to New York uh, for yeah. uh, a couple of weeks from now. I don't think we're gonna be doing that anymore. Probably not. No, I don't think so. It's a, yeah, just thing. Uh, we're, yeah, New York especially just seems like such a nightmare right now. Um, we're uh, we're not so sure about our wedding. To be oh, honest. for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gee. Oh man, I'm sorry. I mean, it's June. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Um, we're, you know, it's, we're still gonna get married. That's good. That's good. Uh, I'm glad you haven't put that yeah. off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is cutting <laughs> it kind of close. I guess J- late mid June. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, like, we might we working with the venue. We might change the date. We might uh, do like next year instead. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. As far that would be like as far back as we go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Depending. Don't put it off too. There's a chance we could all still be in isolation in a year. God forbid. You remember they're talking about like we could be in this for up to eighteen months. And it's like, fuck, fuck yeah, no, fuck that. that. Like, it's crazy. We could do this shit for eighteen months. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah, it's 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 really a strange, strange thing. I I haven't really talked enough about how it, how it feels, you know. Yeah, I, when I yeah, no, same. Like it just 
Because it's weird because, you know, I'm working from home right now. I'm very fortunate to be in a position to work from home right now. And it's... Yeah. It's strange. Like, it's it's hard to, like, keep up a, a routine. You got to keep up, like, a daily routine. That's what I've been really yeah. trying to do for the last few weeks is just, like... Yeah. You know, get up. Don't stay... Forcing in your... yourself to work from home. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't stay in your PJs. Yeah. Brush your teeth. All that good stuff. Yeah. I got the dogs at least. Oh, yeah. You got Scout and Petey. Uh, and they uh, they're enjoying uh, it. I think Petey really is enjoying it. Scout thinks it's okay. Scout is Scout an introvert, you think? She just wants her alone uh, time. And also she's like, hey, guys, I bark every day at people walking down the street. Why are you interrupting me yeah. now? Oh, God. Like, this is, I bark when you're not here. Why? <laughs> who, who are you people? What are you doing here? <laughs> we don't have, yeah, we, no, no dogs. I got Gabby. Yeah, no, man. We Aaron and I have talked about too. Like, if we, if we had been uh, single or living alone. Oh my god! Right? Like, I, I don't know if I could last. Terror, even, or even, yeah, even if Aaron and I were dating, but not, you know, able to spend time together. I bet I was also reading on. uh, (laughs) There's a lot of. Uh, coronavirus relationship oh, advice wow. questions on. I've read a, I've read a couple of those articles. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. been good. I mean, we've been good. Um, so, like, it's been really. It's been pretty nice. Okay, so that yeah. article that I saw that's uh, you got it. Scott Baranato of the Harvard Business Review wrote a wonderful article called "That Discomfort You're Feeling Is Grief," uh, and also it's you in uh, about this, but it's a really just like it's a you know this strange feeling we're all sort of having I you know like kind of for a minute I was excited you know it's kind of a exciting we're living through history right now Gabby and I were talking about this today like this shit's gonna be in textbooks like we're living through history yeah and it's absolutely and like it's just this you know and I I honestly I love working from home it's (laughs) the greatest pleasure in the world you get to sleep an extra hour you know like don't have to deal with strangers on a train like that all of whom are infected with different viruses a little bit (laughs) yeah there's some perks to this um and we still go out for walks you know go we go out and explore as you know as safely as we can uh out there you got it you have to get out and exercise yeah and get sunlight yeah yeah Hopefully, uh, I mean, hopefully the weather, you know, we're in Chicago. Hopefully the weather gets a little better here. Uh, yeah, but also, I hope it doesn't so that people don't <laughs> That is a good point. Yeah, you know, in Florida, like at, uh, was it Clearwater see, Beach? They got all these spring breakers out, yeah. out on the beach, and then they finally, like, closed the, yeah. Or even last week on Lakeshore, did you see that? Oh, yeah, they just closed all the, what was it, was the, all the Lakeshore Drive trails, all the parks yeah. by the lake. Well, did uh, you see how crowded it was? I heard stories. I haven't looked at any like pictures or anything. I haven't, uh, but I heard. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was just you know groups of two and groups of two and like. Uh, but there's just so many groups that I mean, you know, and everybody's close to social distancing. That's what I've noticed. I feel like everybody's good at about four feet of social distancing. It's like hold on, yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, it adds up. Yeah, those <laughs> groups of two add up. Um, right. Yeah. Especially in the. Well, what you been? What you been watching? What have I been watching? Oh my goodness! I made a list of all the stuff I've been watching. I've been oh, that's I've a, good a few idea. movies. You know, I got this book, One Thousand One Movies You Must See Before You Die. You know? Sure, yeah, I know. Yeah, book. I took this opportunity to kind of cross off a few of those, 
which I'm nice. proud of. Um, the first one I watched was 12 Angry Men. I'd never seen that before. Based on a play. Based on a play that I'd never actually read before. You know, I was a theater major. I did theater all through high school and college. Not, I never had any interaction with this play before. I've had a lot of interaction with it, but I've actually never seen it or read it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, though. It was good. Nice. Some solid acting moments. Uh, what's one that you've been watching? Uh, you've well, watched? Ti- Tiger King. Have you watched Tiger oh King yet? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that. that Jesus. It's wild. It's hilarious. And it's just every... I mean, it's just completely bonkers, but also really sad. I came really bummed out by the tigers. Yeah, you know? it's... And it's I don't think enough attention is necessarily paid to them. And I, You know, at the end of the thing, mm. it's like... Yeah, but how are the tigers doing? <laughs> right, right. I, it, it's yeah. It foc- well, it focuses so much on that like rivalry between yeah. Mr. Tiger King and uh, Carol Baskin, and he fucking hates Carol fucking Baskin. Oh, that fucking bitch! Oh, Here's a question: Do you think God. Carol Baskin killed her husband? I haven't seen enough of the show to really put a okay uh, get an opinion I... down. But what do you think? I do not. I do not. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. If you asked me now, I'd say no. But like, I, you know, uh, I don't know. No, I mean, you know, uh, I, I asked Aaron that. And she said, men disappear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was oh, like, well, I guess. She was, and, you know, she means men leave their wives in the yeah. middle of the night all the time. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, women obviously <laughs> kill their husbands and loved ones all the time. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, obviously. Yeah, that happens as <laughs> often. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Lots of sarcasm there. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're making a mini. I think Hulu or somebody's making a mini series out of that. Uh, out of that whole Carol Baskin. Yeah, that whole rivalry uh, between her and uh, Mr. Uh, Joe. What's his name? Joe Tiger. Joe, uh, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, thank you. Um, and I also found out another fun fact about Joe Exotic. I don't know how much you've seen of his music, but he—it's uh, uh, a Milli Vanilli situation. He does oh, not write I just read or today. perform yeah. his music. Yeah, it's all just—and it, it's, it's, I think that actually makes it a little bit better. Him driving around listening to his own music, I like that. But <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Because like, well, then he didn't write it. It's not like that, you know, listening to your own music. But no. um, um what else? Name another movie. What is another one I watched? Uh, I'll tell you one I'd never seen before was a streetcar named Desire. Oh, it's excellent. That was quite I was good. Literally talking about it today. Really? Tennessee Williams. Really? Yeah, I forget why, uh, but it had something to do with my, you know, going to theater, University of Tennessee theater oh, yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. They don't make the read. Tennessee, Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams. He wrote the screenplay quite for the for the movie also. Oh, interesting. I didn't yeah, know and they took a lot of, like, a lot of the cast from that movie uh, was from the original Broadway show. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, Brando's, it's Brando. Brando, right? yeah, who, uh, yeah, he's really good. I liked in this, I really liked, this was the first, like, good Brando performance I've watched, like, outside of The Godfather, I think, because I, I haven't, I just haven't watched yeah. a lot of Brando, but I really liked him in this. Yeah, I wasn't lucky enough to see it, but there was a performance that my at University of Tennessee, where uh, Dale Dickey played Blanche Dubois. Uh, Dale Dickey was, she's been in a few, like, TV shows. Do you remember the meth head um, in season two of Breaking Bad that, like, drops a... Oh, on her? yeah. Oh, yeah. So she went 
So she went to University of Tennessee. Her name's okay. Dale Dickey. Uh, she's in a bunch of other stuff. Oh, she's in Iron Man 3. Um, a bunch okay. of other stuff. Um, but anyway, she, uh, yeah, she was, she played Blanche in a, a performance at Tennessee when I was there. She's in uh, another movie I really like called Hell or High Water. Oh, right. I That's heard a that was great, great movie. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. got. I've met her too. She's a fantastic. Oh, a lot of credits to her name. Good for her. Yeah, she played like the I forget the name of the character, but like the the woman in um, the main woman in uh, uh, Sweeney. Oh, uh, Mrs. Lovett. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Mrs. She would have been great. I remember that episode of Breaking yeah. Bad, though. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I remember. I saw it, and then I met her. Oh. And I like had to tell her, like, you know, oh my god, you were so fucking crazy in that episode she's like not that episode thank you you know a lot of people mention that it's like do you really recognize me and it's like Uh, no uh, i just know it's you (laughs) (laughs) you don't look like a method thank god you're doing good you're doing good uh yeah yeah what about you what's another thing you've been watching movie or other Uh, let's see or you know well i'm a little late to the party but i finally watched both fire festival documentaries i watched the uh i think it was the hulu one it was interesting. It was kind of just like the stressful, just like sad. It, it seems like the kind of thing that like the Lonely Island would like make a uh, a parody. Like they would create right. this parody short or whatever of, oh yeah, festival. It's great. It's fun. And then like it just slowly descends into chaos. Like well, the main guy who just is just getting millions of dollars thrown yeah. at him, but. Like just as a complete fuck yeah, up. God, what is this <laughs> total what failure? Was that fucker's name again? I I can't remember. I, don't know. I know he teamed up with Jaw Rule for this Fire Festival. But it's like that Bill- guy, and and also like <laughs> I literally, like- I literally, I entered it into Google Fire Festival, and one of the search results was Fire Festival guy. <laughs> it was like most common <laughs> searches, and it's uh, Billy McFarland. Yeah, yeah okay. that dude. Yeah, um, it's just amazing. I don't understand how like. They get so far into receiving millions of dollars before someone realizes they're fucking up. Like, why is there not any kind of accountability? And right. like, you know, I can't write a fifteen dollar check at work without telling two people about it. Like, so yeah, who is just writing these hundred million dollar checks saying, "Enjoy the money, good I, luck." I don't get it. I still. And then they're wasting it all. Still, on. it's still. I it blows my mind. All of that. Those are some yeah. good. I haven't seen the. Net, I don't think. I I think it was the Netflix one. I still haven't watched. It's really good. the The Hulu one was terrific, though. Yeah, the Netflix one is just as good. I I don't. Maybe I really can't compare the them. Because I don't, which I don't know. It was a while. That was a while ago. One of them is called Fire Fraud, and the other one is called like Fire Festival okay. Colon Lies and. Oh, it had a longer time. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let me look up my on my like. Recently, we've been actually, uh, we've been re-watching all the Marvel movies. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. All of them? Uh, not all of them. Uh, no, we're skipping, skipping some. Okay. Just cause, uh, we skipped Cap 1, we skipped Thor 1 and 2. Good move. Uh, Thor, yeah, that was a good move. Thor 1's alright. I love, like, Ca- we, try, I... we started watching Thor 1. Uh, okay. And like, maybe 20 minutes in, it's like. God, he really doesn't have the charm. I know. It was so, like, that was back when they wanted Thor to be, like, super kind of Shakespearean, Serious up to the like, point of yeah. hiring, like, Kenneth Branagh to direct the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really hit his stride, and, like, 
I would say Ragnarok was kind of the moment yeah, for me well, where I was like, oh my god. Yeah, because uh, we watched Age of Ultron. He's still like that in Age of Ultron. We're like, he doesn't tell jokes or, you know, anything. And he's such a... He's like, yeah. nice, you know, but like, he's just sort of... Yeah, there's no real personality there before Ragnarok. Yeah. He's got real... And Chris Hemsworth has such like a natural, like, comedic ability, like... His, his oh, yeah. sensibilities, like, especially in, have you seen the, the new Ghostbusters movie? I was, literally, I was going yeah, to mention it. Yeah, that's I was a, about that was a good it. movie, and he's really good in that. Yeah, he was honestly the funniest fucking him, Between thing. him and, like, Kate McKinnon. Uh, oh, my like, God, both of them. Just, the, I was yeah. trying to explain, like, to people after I saw it, I was like, Kate McKinnon's face, just, uh, I'm doing a really bad job of explaining oh. why this is funny. <laughs> this, oh, my God. But her face... It's so yeah, it's so good. She's so good on that. She's um she's the one supposedly who's playing Carol Baskin in this like mini series of uh that they're based up based off uh, Tiger King. Okay, well what who they need to get to play Carol Baskin is the Carol Baskin look alike that Joe Exotic hires. You gotta I gotta oh my god. I need to yeah, maybe <laughs> to I'll get back feed, into it. To feed meat to the tigers. Oh, 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 I saw that. I saw that. I yeah. saw that episode. It's yeah. the craziest. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, but she looks exactly like her. Yeah, yeah. it was. Un- it was uncanny. Yeah, um, yeah it's just crazy. Oh um, we rewatched, uh, or I showed Aaron um, Birds of Prey. Ooh, nice. She loved it. Did you like it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a fun movie. That's a fun one. We talked a lot yeah. about that one. That's uh, that's one of those movies that's uh, they released on uh, on video early. Digital yeah, yeah, that's why we got. Yeah, that's awesome. I need, uh, I need to watch more of those. I haven't. Uh, tell you what, I have watched uh, recently. You want to talk about uh, binging like movie series? Uh, Gabby and I dived into the Harry Potter series, uh, nice. and we actually, for the first time in my life, I managed to watch all eight movies, uh, not in a row. Not consecutive, not even okay. consecutively, but like over a period of a few, like three days. Like we never, I personally good. like, yeah, I don't think I've ever I've done never that. like sat down and like watched, tried to watch all of them over the course of a few days. And it was, I felt a com- it was a com- an accomplishment even to the point where my mom, like sincerely, who never really is into movies or anything like that and would probably call me a loser in any other scenario that <laughs> didn't involve a shelter in place order. Um... But <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, it's it's, it's such an accomplishment that my mom was like, "Oh, very, that's nice." Like, and sounded sincere about, like, sincere about it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yeah, uh, um, I rarely rewatch uh, Prisoner, or not rewatch Prisoner. I rarely rewatch Chamber of Secrets same. and Sorcerer's Stone. I mean, it's the first. I like the first movie. It's got its charms. It does. And the music is yeah. great, and John Williams, oh, yeah. of course. I mean, uh, I watched it. There's a you should. I'll send you this link because you'll love this. But uh, if you like scores and music, oh yeah, uh, in movies, uh, there's this YouTuber named Sideways, uh, and he does one on Prisoner of Azkaban music, and uh, in particular the uh, the map theme, the Marauders map theme. Does the Marauders map have its own theme? Yeah, and so, or a leitmotif kind of thing. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but it, it's really interesting because, like, he goes through and he's like, you know, uh, here's the theme for mischief, 
that John Williams created in the first one. Here's the theme mm. for the for the Weasley family that John Williams created in the first one. Ooh. And here's the theme for the Marauder's Map, which is a combination of the Weasley family and the uh, mischief theme with oh my a God. little bit. But it also has a hint of, because of the structure of the music, there's a hint of uh, Harry's family history. Oh, my God. And that's, that's it's just so brilliant. Cool. Oh, and it's so, yeah, when there's like a ton of stuff like this, but this uh, this YouTuber, Cyber, is, Cyber. is so awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he talks about like why some of the music in the new Disney live actions doesn't feel as good uh, or feel as real. Because some of it's, a lot of it's like vocoded, not vocoded, uh, tone adjusted to oh, sound okay. perfect. And so like there's... Ugh. There's yeah, not that like, like sense of rawness to it that I mean, it should have kind of yeah, been, the, right? Yeah. yeah, and the obvious one that's always criticized is uh, Belle, uh, Emma, Watson's Emma Watson. Emma Watson, oh yeah. Who, I love her. Um, yeah, she's great, but um, she's not boy, she's strong... been disappointing in some stuff. She's not a strong singer, um, For sh- I would imagine. Like, they yeah. definitely auto, it felt like they auto-tuned her, like. It, on paper, they, they like absolutely did. Like he shows the sideways shows it. Like, okay. <laughs> listen, you can hear it. Like yeah. on paper, solid casting for Belle. Uh, absolutely perfect. Absolutely, but totally, uh, yeah. and otherwise, she's terrific in the movie. Like, yeah, but yeah, that was a yeah, that was an okay movie. Uh, I told you I watched. Speaking of Disney, I told you I watched the um, Aladdin, Aladdin. Right? Yeah, the, I, the live uh, action I, Aladdin. I did, yeah, I watched it recently too, maybe a month ago. I think we talked. I feel like in we the talked before about time. We might have talked about it in the last episode. I liked. I really <laughs> liked. I liked that a lot more than I thought I would. I agree. Uh, it was cute. I thought. Yeah. I think. I've already, I think we must have already talked about it. Yeah, because we went off on Jafar uh, in that one. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we have talked about it then. Maybe not. Really? Either way, Jaf- Jafar sucked. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea of like making him um, somebody who was like in Aladdin's position is like having been a thief and like he weaseled his way up yeah. into power but like sure the dude should be at least 60 years old at this late. Well, yeah one of the lines in the movie is but you're, but so, you're so old that wouldn't work yeah. so well in this movie and yeah. it's also like Jafar to me like is ugly there's like a creepy factor yeah you know and he has a twisty beard too you know yeah no there's like a definite like ick factor his eyes or something yeah, yeah. right yeah I tell you, I watched um, Dirty Harry for the first time recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, you haven't seen it? Yes. No, but he, it's the one where he says, I know what you're thinking, and all that confusion. Yeah, yeah. Did I fire five shots five or six? six? Ask yourself one question. Yeah, he does that twice in the movie. Uh, he does? Yeah, yeah. Once at the beginning and the one at the end. Actually, it's really good. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's a good movie. Know. It's fun. The, the villain is, like, so over the fucking top in that. Um, oh, yeah. I think he's kind of supposed to. He was based on the sure. uh, Zodiac Killer, the uh, the villain in the movie. Huh. Call him Scorpio, hmm. uh, and it's in San Francisco oh, too. So, okay, interesting. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie though. I liked it. Yeah. Clint Eastwood was solid. Uh, what's the other one you watched? Uh, late, late, recent, uh, lately, yeah. Uh, I caught up on Always Sunny. Oh, It's Always Sunny is so good. Oh my god, Ga- uh, Gabby discovered Curb Your Enthusiasm today. Oh man. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. We. I've still never seen, like, every episode, but I've seen a lot of them. Same. Just on and off. And I also watched one from the recent season. It's still them. good. Yeah, we've been watching a lot from the most yeah. recent season. Uh, 
That's a good. Yeah, it's such great. a good show. Oh my god. Um. So I got a list of the movies here that have been affected by the coronavirus, uh, whether they've been delayed okay, or the sure. release has been changed uh, indefinitely. Uh, so I've got, this is just in no particular order, uh, A Quiet Place Part 2, which was supposed to come out last week. Uh, I know. I would have. about that. Uh, um, sucks. F9, yeah. which is uh, fast, I almost said fuck nine. Um... Furious, uh, I think it's Furious nine. 9. Oh, <laughs> fuck 9. 9 Furious yeah. Men. Um, who are going to be even more furious because the new Fast and the Furious movie is postponed a year. They pushed that a year. Wow. Uh, next year, yeah. That was a little, that's a little extreme. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure it is extreme. I, I think we really might be looking at a, a year without movies. Uh, I hope it's not that or, or I hope sports. it's not that long. I don't think. I think sports are done for the season for sure. With all of this, oh no, absolutely for the season. And probably, I mean, really, people are saying there might be sports next year, but they probably won't have. Uh, I wouldn't crowds. be surprised at that. It's yeah, it's it's strange. Have you seen Twenty Eight Days? Yes, Twenty Eight Days. That's the first one, right? Twenty Twenty Eight Weeks is the yeah. sequel. I, I think that's probably. It's probably my favorite virus. I really love, movie. Uh, I love that first movie, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, good so lord. Good. <clears throat> I mean, and like you know, I mean, the budget wasn't yeah. very high, uh, and remarkably, you know how they shot that opening. I mean, it's twenty minute opening scene, or it's like the longest with like the super long with like a like deserted London, empty London. Yeah, sorry, not the opening scene, the opening scene that everybody remembers. Sort of the Saving Private Ryan opening scene, as in. The real first open scene in Saving Private Ryan is the, the graveyard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But nobody remembers that. Everybody always remembers the D-Day scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not the monkeys freaking out in the lab scene, but rather oh. the, um, the yeah, him walking around in London. So do you know how they filmed that? How? Um, they uh, had, like, 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes every morning from, like, 5.45 a.m. to, like, 6 a.m. Uh, before anybody was up. While the sun was out, the sun was just rising. Mm. And so they, and that scene is super long. Yeah. I mean, it's seven or eight minutes. Um, and so it took them like six months of sunrise shoots. And oh like, I'm not sure I could be, I could be wrong about that number, but it took them a long ass time. It's, uh, oh my God. Yeah. But... It, it, but it's phenomenal. I think it's just amazing. And then the first line of dialogue after, you know, him just wandering around for, a while is you know like are you infected yeah <laughs> it's like oh. infected with what with rage oh my god that's <laughs> such a good movie you know now's the time yeah. i mean you walk around the city right now i mean now's the time to film your zombie movies uh, yeah i was saying the real winner the real winners of coronavirus are urban photographers <laughs> there'll be some they'll be making some money i'm sure yeah with all this yeah. oh my god uh, and get some good shots uh, there sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mulan was pushed. Uh, yep. God knows when that's going to come out. The New Mutants, for what feels like the 50th uh, okay. time, uh, was postponed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't care about... I don't do you care about New Mutants at all? No. I, have, I give no shits. Yeah. They've, they've pushed me so far away from caring about any of that Fox X-Men franchise. Yeah. And I did. I, can't, I, I saw Dark Phoenix in theaters. Did not. I haven't seen it. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, it was. I just, I want to care so much about the X-Men. It's like, because, you know, the first X-Men movie, when it, it was announced, I was like, are they making a movie 
from like cartoons? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, oh my God, okay. And like, you know, and they took it so serious and it was so cool. And like, if you haven't rewatched X Men, it's a little hard to watch now because it's actually just so aggressively like takes itself so seriously. Uh, like, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like Wolverine, when he pulls his claws back in, she's like, does it hurt when they come out? Every time. Oh, every time. <laughs> oh. This doesn't get much better than Logan. I mean, it built up to Logan, just like. Yeah. And Logan's so good. That's so much better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they built up. Well, Logan's a good one, but I, yeah. Then Apocalypse was. I think Apocalypse was actually a little worse than Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Um, that one I also haven't yeah. seen. I also think Days of Future Past was overrated. I haven't watched it in a long time. I remember liking that one though. Yeah, and yeah, I it just it was another Wolverine movie. Oh, total. Yeah, just like, featuring Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Quicksilver Sorry. shit in so that new movie Mut- though. Like, what is New Mutants? Do you know what New Mutants is supposed to be about? What is no? What is? Uh... No, I don't. I'm oh, it's that. like I um, I guess it's this new batch of mutants that are. I don't know the specifics, but they're in, they're trapped in this horrible place i guess and they need to use their new mutant powers to get out oh yeah all right okay the plot from imdb five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will fight to escape their past sins and save themselves that is Uh, a lot um seems so they're like been there done that in terms of like plot i guess in in a what facility? In a in a secret facility. Oh, it sounds like the anti Charles Xavier school for the gifted. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. This was, well, I was all thinking like maybe it's a mental hospital. It. I think they're kind of like setting it up as like to look like a mental hospital. If you've ever if you've watched any of the trailers or anything, like it kind of looks like they're in a yeah some sort of hospital like that. Um, it yeah. looks screwed up. Um. It's funny watching a trailer for that now because, you know, the movie was shot a few years ago. It was supposed to come out, I think, the first time in 2017. And Gabby and I are watching the trailer for this, and, you know, it's got all these people. You got the one guy from Stranger Things and um, Maisie Williams from uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, And they're all babies. Anya Taylor-Joy from uh, who's in uh, Emma now, and it's in The Witch. And I'm like, how did... And we're thinking, like, how did you get all these people in this movie they're all so famous now and it's like well they weren't back then because this movie's supposed to come out <laughs> yeah, two years wild, ago yeah. and they like have to release it now they have all these famous people yeah now god yeah now you look watch it and it's like oh yeah that's Maisie williams uh it is a bummer i do wish that they would i wonder they'll just wait for theaters to reopen they'll never release quiet place too early no no they're gonna wait until or anything like that everything's i guess that makes sense because everybody makes their money especially what yeah especially like the the market well china they're starting to open movie theaters up now um no no no, they closed them back they close them again ah geez we were they closed we were so close (laughs) they were so close yeah that's a bump that's a bummer yeah yeah um, the one I'm most bummed about, I think, in all of this, uh, well, a couple, I was really excited to see the last of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, No Time yeah, to Die, yeah, totally. uh, coming out in November now. Yeah, and it looked fun. And Black Widow. Okay, that's fine. Oh, right, that. okay. I wasn't super excited about it, but, you know, it's Marvel. They're not gonna, 
It's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, like I figure if you're gonna number one, this movie should have been made ten years ago. So you know. yeah, it should have been in the first five, or it should have been the first phase one or some shit. I would have put it in phase hell. I'd be okay if it were even in phase three. Yeah, this is supposed else. to take place, I think, after it's in between the Civil five War. years. Oh no, is it? Okay, I thought it was. The... It's in between Civil War. Okay, like right after that, I think. Um, okay. I thought then, it was the uh, five years. I thought it was like uh, the five years later. Oh, because yeah. I think she's like she's trying to build a new team back up. Oh, or, okay. but that could work with Civil War too because they had split up. So either one. Yeah, like yeah. she's in hiding, I think, right now because okay. she helped uh, Cap. Okay, well then that makes sense then. Yeah, okay. So I get that. And I think they're bringing back Thunderbolt Ross uh, in this movie too. I think he's probably, I think he's hunting after her. Okay. Um, I feel like Marvel wouldn't do this unless they had a reason to. And I feel like, I guess here's my theory about Black Widow is, so the villain in this is Taskmaster, who has the ability to mimic any fighting style he watches. Like, he's got oh. a photographic memory. That's his big thing. Okay. And if you watch the trailer, he's adopted several fight- fighting styles of several Avengers. Ah. Uh, including, I mean, you can see, I think Hawkeye is in there. Oh, of course. Uh, at one point, um, there was one other hero, I forget. But my theory about that movie is somebody is behind, whoever Taskmaster is, I don't know, somebody is behind taskmaster being there and that is going to be the big bad going forward for the mcu yeah that's my theory so what feige said was that they're not gonna have one overall big bad for the next phases oh okay but rather a few smaller bads i like that because so more like instead of being like 12 movies more like maybe three or four movies with the same bad guy like, almost like one per phase sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. <clears throat> I like that. Yeah. Get like, uh, and I don't know if it's yeah. actually one per phase. In fact, it might actually be like, you know, there might be two bad guys per phase, but there are four movies with that bad guy. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like that. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get much bigger than Thanos. So, yeah. like. Right, yeah. Like, so that's what they said. Like, we're not, you know, we're not going to, it's not going to be universe ending stakes always. Because that just gets boring. Yeah, it's and it's like well, I think they did a great job with that with like both Spider-Man: Homecoming and Far From Home, that were like, you know, smaller stakes. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm yeah. Well, I just so we were like I said we were rewatching and like uh, I like Winter Soldier, but the whole uh, premise of like we got these lasers pinned on a billion people we're gonna shoot missiles at a billion people at once it's like what the fuck is this it's a superhero movie i know but like <laughs> that's one of the more ridiculous plots i think that and we just watched age of ultron too and that's another ridiculous uh, that's that's a ridiculous ultron i like sucks. it ultron is a dumbass character ultron through and through he's He's illogical and he's a robot. Like, well, he ta- he's in. I think what it is is about him is that he take they, he has the worst qualities of Tony uh, Stark because yeah. I think the, wasn't the big thing with that like yeah. but his personality as part of well, that. Well, he even he even quotes Tony and stuff too. Right, right, right. right. But uh, like that's a 
clever idea, but it also doesn't make for an intimidating or interesting villain. There's a lot of moments where he feels like a pissed off teenager in that movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Not great. Uh, not one of the better villains. They just generally have a villain problem there. Yeah. There's not many great ones. Uh, what's another one that got pushed? Uh, they pushed Wonder Woman back a couple of months. Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, have you seen the you seen the posters for that? They look awful. Oh yeah, them? like the eighties, like the color scheme. Yeah, and I have an issue with with. Uh, well, I'll show you if you want. There's one in particular that I'm thinking of that is just the worst looking poster I've seen. I think I know which one. I know which one you're talking about. I think is it the... well. There's two that are both really bad. If you just search WW84 poster, it's the first two that pop up. Are okay. both really bad, but number two in particular. I'm gonna search uh, for this. Which it's one? a new international poster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know which one you're. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a little it's sideways. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Is that the holograph? Like the holographic one. They're both holographic looking. Right. Um. And, like, yeah, both look really bad and photoshopped. Yeah, it's very, like, colorful. They're really pushing the 80s vibe with this movie, which I'm down well, for. Like, Wonder Woman in the 80s, like... See, no, no, I love, I love 80s aesthetic, everything. Mm. But what I don't like is this movie appears to be, like, a surface-level 80s aesthetic. And what we really all want is the, the emotional core to be 80s-ish, too. And we want the story to be 80s, and we want the characters to be... And, like, the outfits and designs, and, like, it's not all like that. And the other thing is that, like, it feels like they had a Wonder Woman movie, and they're like, what if we made it in the 80s? And they just sort of slapped on an 80s skin to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. As opposed to something like Stranger Things that has, like, has its heart in the 80s as this, like... Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sort of, it's about the time. It's like, mm. but it's like the feeling of the time. Which, there's like this. Which I guess there's there's hope that there'll, it'll still be that, I guess. We won't yeah. know for yeah, some time. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, hope, I mean, I, I, I have high hopes. Higher hopes than I would, I, I guess, the first for one like a Suicide Squad sequel. Well, they made one. It's called Birds of Prey, and it was amazing. Uh, that was a good movie. That was a good one. I mean, I guess one. I mean, guess I mean like a Suicide Squad movie made the exact same way that they made that first one, completely. And if you call it Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, they would. They fucking would. God. And then they'd have a Suicide Squad, and then they'd have Suicide Quad. Oh my god! No. Suicide Five Squad. They just keep going. God. Uh, it would actually be called Suicide. But five. we're getting the James Gunn's version of a, of a Suicide Squad movie, so I'm I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, that's right. So what is it called? Is it just it's called Suicide, Suicide Squad? Squad. Yeah, I think it's just literally. Is it Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad? So is it a complete? It, it, it's called the Suicide Squad, and I don't think it's going to be a complete reboot because they're bringing back got a whole huge cast of people here uh new a lot of new cast members but they have four cast members who are returning to the to the series they got jai courtney who is playing uh, as a captain boomerang they've got viola davis coming back as amanda waller they've got um oh what's his face is coming back as um the leader joel kinnaman who was um rick flag that his name the one who is with Cara Delevingne in that. But most importantly, yeah, yeah. they're bringing back Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. 
So Okay. Well, I just hope that there is a contrived situation there that has only one solution, and that solution is a boomerang. Because they left that fucking part out oh of the God, first yeah. one. That would have been, yeah. Like, that would be great. There couldn't have been one stupid thing where, like, oh, we can't get there. We need some way to get around without getting. Oh, I'm a boomerang. Got, um, they got a lot of other people in this movie. Though. They got uh, Michael Rooker is in this movie. Uh, okay. Is he. I don't know if he's. Playing huh? someone? Do we have, like, a role for him? I don't think with? so. No, none of these people have. Um, John Cena appears to be playing a character named Peacemaker. Uh, David Dasmalshian is playing Polka Dot Man. Sean Gunn is playing a character named Weasel. And we've got a King Shark in this movie. Rat Catcher. Um, a few people they haven't announced roles for. We got Taika Waititi in this movie. I, I know. Okay, yeah. That's good. Uh, Pete Davidson <laughs> is in this movie as well. He had to take a few weeks off right, SNL to film, I think. Um, Nathan Fillion is in this movie. And Amazing. Idris Elba is uh, in this movie as well. Um, I don't know word on who he's playing. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, That, yeah. (laughs) But I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Um, By the way, I gotta gotta tell you, another movie I've watched during this whole quarantine, speaking of Idris Elba, we we watched Mm -hmm. Cats. Regular or butthole cut? I really hope that cut exists, honestly. <laughs> oh, it's got someone's it's got to be a butthole, butthole cut. cut. I would want. I will pay a hundred dollars for God. the butthole cut. If anyone else, I'll will tell you right now, man, that movie's fucking weird enough without those buttholes in there. Yeah, it, really. At yeah. one point, okay. At so one I point in the, the movie, Rebel Wilson's character rips off her fur and reveals. That she's wearing a dress, and under that is another layer of fur, and she does this at two separate points in the movie. It uh, it's so and this strange. movie is really um, it's so <laughs> weird to see actors the actors playing cats. I think Taylor Swift seems the uh, looks the least weird as a cat. I think like it seemed like it was like okay. That's not a, well. They redid uh, the visuals for like the main big actors. I right? think so. Yeah, there's a good amount of. Uh, but apparently, like if you look in the background, you can see just like poorly done. Yeah. Oh, there's cast. still pretty poorly done stuff in here. There's one moment with James Corden. I was like, oh no, oh why? It's just uh-huh. it's one very poorly designed visual effect at one point. Um, yeah. The movie's real. It's oh boy, the music. Some of the music's good. I like some of the music. And Jennifer Hudson absolutely slays in this movie. There's a couple people I really liked in this movie. Um, but overall, I mean, it's just... Uh, I'm really excited. When the Music Box Theater opens up, man, I've got my tickets to the uh, drink-along version of that movie. Yeah, I hope it'll be open time. I do, too. It's supposed to be in May, late in mid-May, I think. Um, we'll see. That's we'll cool. see. Yeah. Well, shall we do questions? Let's do some questions. No! You had a question that you sent me sure. earlier. Sure, I'll go ahead and ask you that question. It's uh okay. When the inevitable movie about COVID nineteen comes out, who should star and what should the title be? 
So this was a really, I know that this is like, it's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people right now. So I tried to be like, kind of as careful as I, like, I'm not making any like parody uh, movies. I'm yeah, not going to sound I mean, like a Titanic romance, legit, movie, like love in the time of coronavirus kind of thing. Um, that's not a bad one. That's uh, not a bad one. <laughs> I, I bet there will be one. There will be. Yep. Give it 15 years and there will be. Um, yeah. However, the coronavirus movie, I think they're just going to call it coronavirus. It's going to be a made-for-TV movie on HBO uh, because they've got all the topical shit. Oh, sure, like Chernobyl. Yes. Um, much like all the topical sh- shit in that on that channel, it's going to be directed by Jay Roach, uh-huh. who did... Um, Game Change? The one with um, Sarah Palin? About Sarah Palin? Sure. Uh, his most recent movie, he just did Bombshell, uh, which is really good. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think it's going to be a movie about them trying to stop the spread of the virus as best they can. And I want to see in this movie Al Pacino as Dr. Anthony Fauci, <laughs> um, Christian Bale as Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, John Lithgow as Mike Pence. Oh, great! <laughs> and Allison Janney is going to be in there somewhere. I love it. Didn't uh, Allison Janney? Did, did Lithgow play Mike Pence on the Colbert show? No, he played somebody. Uh, oh wait, him. did he? I don't know. He he did a oh he did someone he did a a, a politician or someone. You know what uh, it was? Do you watch last week tonight the John Oliver show? Yeah, was that it? When they did the, they presented part of the audiobook version of that. Well, he wrote that book about Marlon. Oh Bain, no, Mike no, Pence he played that babe bunny. Right, right. Well, he played Col- he played Giuliani on Colbert uh, a did couple he? months ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, John, it I'm. It's fine. I'll send it to you right this. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I think I, I think Lithgow could pull it off though, and it's just called coronavirus. Oh yeah, I think it would be called COVID nineteen. COVID-19, ooh, yeah. Here's what yeah. I've been saying about COVID-19, because I've been calling it COVID-19 instead of coronavirus. The only yeah. reason why is because, you know, if Obama was president, he'd be calling it COVID-19 by now. I like that. You know he would. Yeah, yeah, he'd... absolutely. <laughs> What's Trump been calling it? The fucking, the, the China, did he refer to it as the he'd China virus? Chinese flu or something. The yeah, Chinese, a... yeah, fucking asshole, come on. Yeah, yeah, he can go. I mean, I'm not surprised, but, like, serious. Like, come on. It's true to form. Yeah, yeah, no (laughs) surprises. What about you? Do you have an idea? What what about you? What's your idea for uh, one if you got one? Oh, no, I really don't. I was actually kind of trying to think about a legitimate one. I I don't know. I I bet there will be, though. Like, you said love in the time of coronavirus. I could literally see, like, an isolation style. uh, Ooh, But also, yeah, I was telling, you saw Bug. In... Yes! Oh my god! How, I I don't think how... I've talked about that on here. I went to go see. Uh, Gabby was really awesome this year. Uh, my birthday this year, we went. She got me tickets to go see the show Bug at Steppenwolf Theater. Have you seen Have you seen the movie? I have not seen the movie. No. So yeah, well, I knew it was based on the play, and I haven't read the play. Yeah, but... by Tracy Letts. Uh, I think they're pretty Lynch. similar because I remember when I saw the movie, I was like, "This should be a play." <laughs> no, it, oh, it is. I, I think it is. I read some things about it. I think it is very, very similar. Um, the show is so good, though. And we keep, Gabby and I keep talking about that. Yeah. About just that, like, isolation and, like, all the, because par- it's well, all about paranoia. Well, and also they think they're 
getting infected with little bugs, right? Too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Invisible. We keep. Yeah. Coming, we've kept coming back to that show. Well, I watched so like I kind of unknowingly like when I was like a freshman in college, like maybe I shouldn't say this. Eh, it's fine. I guess up like late at night, real stoned, like alone, and I like just like found a pirate rip of Bug one night. Like, a little after it came out. It might have still been in theaters, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, I just clicked, you know, I'll, I'll watch this, and, like, oh, my God, I was, like, oh, alone in my room. Yeah. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this? I, and, like, couldn't yeah, stop watching show it. Is it so, so good. That, that's, it's intense. Yeah. I can't imagine how yeah. the movie is. Like, you can make shit look real in the movies. Like, on stage it looked real. The movie's but, like... good. Well, the movie's good. I think one issue with the movie is, like, in a movie you want an, an insert, you know, for, like, they keep... I assume they do this in the play where they like hold up their fingers and they're like, I got one, I got one, the little bugs. Yeah. Uh, like on stage, that works amazingly. Yes. But in, in film, you're like, I want to see their hands. I want to see if there's actually a bug. Even if in it's there. just like a quick flash of something. Like it doesn't have to be like a yeah, little well, shot. But I think that sort of ruins the magic of the theater ness of it. You know, like. Yeah. Like is it real or not? I think is the question the whole time, too. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you you had some questions. For me. I did. I did. I did. Um, I have a, I had a couple here. Um, so we've been binging the Harry Potter series, as I mentioned earlier. So me thinking, <laughs> if you could take one character from Harry Potter, and from that series, and take one character from Star Wars, and put those two characters in a movie together what would that movie be? Which characters would it be in, like, genre? Like, what would it be? Uh, it, it'd be, uh, it'd be a heist movie. Okay. And it would be starring the Weasley twins. Ooh. And... That one character. Chewbacca. Who was the second one? And Chewbacca. Ooh. Chewbacca. Oh. And I don't know what they could be stealing. They it could be stealing... Um, paper. They could be stealing, could be stealing paper. From an office deal, yeah. and I would watch that movie. But I just imagine the jokes between the Weasley twins and Chewbacca could be, you know, that'd endless. be a lot of fun. You got the Weasley twins just like consistently like pissing Chewbacca off. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought about a lot of different characters, but I kept coming back to the Weasley I like twins. That one. So. I tried doing that too. There were two characters. I got a couple ideas, but like, who would you do? Yeah. I got um, Han Solo from the uh, from original trilogy era Han Solo, of course, and the real Dobby. Han Solo. It'd be, oh, okay. a buddy, it'd be a buddy cop movie. They go <laughs> around be so annoyed solving, with them. <laughs> solving crimes around the galaxy. You got badass Han Solo doing his thing, and Dobby's the com- comic relief. I love it. It's but he straight. ends up being a total badass. Um, oh, I love it, of course, Much yeah. like the Dobby we all know and love. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that would be, I'd, l- I'd love to watch that. I forget what it was, but it was like sometime we were talking about like, uh, you know, like, I think guns would probably be pretty useful in the Battle of Hogwarts. You know, well, there's a lot of technology that would have been useful in the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah. But, like, you know, a gun, even just a pistol, right, would be pretty effective, I think. I mean, I bet a Protego yeah. could block it. But, like, a bullet travels a lot faster than a spell. Yeah. Because you Voldemort can't react might in be time. tricky, but I think they eventually, yeah. if they got probably enough not guns, Voldemort. they could have taken Voldemort's it probably got some... some projectile enchantments and a protego if you had it up i think would block one okay. would block a bullet i feel like it would but uh but anyway the idea we, i always thought was uh, giving um house elves guns and letting them 
do it so oh, they could operate wow. anywhere in Hogwarts, you know? Uh -huh. um, and so they would just be, when they operate, of course, it's different than people because they make a crack. And so it would just be crack, bang, crack, bang, crack, bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, I had one more idea for it. Um, it's a paranoid thriller. Not unlike uh -huh. Bug. Um, mm -hmm. Featuring C-3PO and Ron Weasley. Sure. Both Love very it. nervous people. Brilliant. And just kind of, and they're roommates. And for whatever reason, they're like staying indoors for a night and they, one gets nervous, another gets nervous. It just becomes this increasing thing. I love it. Um, that'd be fun. Uh, I had, just on the subject of COVID-19. Um, I've got an answer for this one. Cool. So the movie, so if the movie uh, Contagion by uh, Steven Soderbergh successfully predicted 2020 to a certain extent, what is the movie that's, you know, that that's going, what's the movie that's going to predict next year, 2021? The 1987 action classic, The Running Man. Oh my God. Ex yeah. Explain this. <laughs> Well, you know, that's just, just where we're headed as a society. <laughs> I vote, I, yeah. You know, I mean, post-COVID, I think there'll be so much crime because of all the economic depression. Yeah. That we'll have to, we'll have to, you know, uh, and I think, you know, we'll still have crazy Republicans in office and there'll be no more elections because they've somehow done away with that. Oh, boy. Uh, and then, <laughs> so the GOP will take over and they'll be way aggressive and... Uh, and then they'll eventually decide that the way they're going to prevent crime is through a series of Running Man-style game shows, oh which will both stimulate the economy and prevent uh, make people less apt to do crime. Oh, my God. I'm just hoping... Mm -hmm. well, I picked a couple for this. Uh, I had a couple for this. Uh, I'm just hoping The Matrix is the one that breaks 2021. That would be nice. That would be turns nice. Out, I'm trying to be really... I think during this whole thing, I've been trying to be just very optimistic and yeah. i'm hoping that like we're all gonna wake up on at just on december 31st at 11 59 and 59 seconds and this whole year turns just out to kidding. be like a simulation that we obviously yeah. fail we as a that we failed that'd be I nice think. well that'd depending nice. on how the yeah. election goes this year but um yeah <laughs> i i hope that this turns out to be a simulation that would be great um yeah and then um, Gabby had talked about earlier about like what if it was a rival? Have you seen a rival with uh, Amy nice. Adams? Yeah, uh, I loved it. With That's the friendly great. aliens who come down and make everything better with their language, yeah. with their new language, and that'd be nice. Yeah. And then they're then don't they leave at the end? They do leave at the end, yeah. But the world as a whole Later. is better for it. Okay, sure. And I, I sure, think, sure. and Amy Adams is better for it. Well, that's More true, for sure. Oh, yeah, the whole movie was backwards. Yeah, right? oh, I my forget. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, I had to... I need to rewatch it. I do, it. too. That's a, such a good one. I had to def I definitely had to Wikipedia that ending. It's like, like... Yeah, it was, like, all out of order. Because their shit's out of order. And so she was living... Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I knew now. that. Okay. Like, yeah, I got cool. that the first time I watched it. But, like, I had to, like, okay, but wait, what, what did they, they tell the her? Plot. What did they... Yeah, yeah. How did they get from A to B here? Um... Yeah. yeah, I had one more question. If you want to go for it, a more let's, like, yeah, let's more lighthearted one. This comes from our good friend Colleen Burgess, who we both know from Dog Prov. Of um, who is an actor not usually seen 
in a romantic comedy, but should be. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got a couple. I mean, I know... Um, I'd love to see Daniel Day-Lewis tackle, like, a screwball romantic comedy. Answer. Yeah, that'd be cute. He's a little old. I mean, not that he couldn't, but... Not that that... But I'm, you know... Uh, okay, let's think. Who could... Um, you know, Johnny Johnny Knoxville. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? I think Keanu. Ooh. I like that. Keanu. Uh, he did... Um, he did a movie. I know. He's done a few, uh, actually. Something's Gotta Give is the one that always comes to mind. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the uh, who the one t- at one point he's a romantic interest for Diane Keaton in that movie. Um, I remember okay. being good in that one. Um, but he's the, I mean these days I mean he's the kind of guy you wouldn't normally see in a movie like that. Yeah, did, uh, yeah. that's why I was happy. Did you ever see um, Always Be My Maybe? Uh, no. That was a romantic the romantic comedy with um, Randall Park and Ali Wong. But okay. he has an he has an appearance in that as himself. It's kind oh, of a parody of himself. Um, and oh, what about what about Tom Hardy? Has he done any? Uh, uh, I don't think so. He seems like a guy who'd have like that natural sensibility, though. You know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I would. I'd watch that. Uh, yeah. I would watch him do one. Oh, he did. You, you, know, you what? know what he did? That fucking. You remember that fucking movie? Uh, this means war, with Chris Pine and Reese Witherspoon. No. Were there like spies? No, I don't. Never even heard of. No, it's oh, not. You need to watch this movie. It's not that good. It's not that good. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's uh, they play uh, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy. I think are CIA agents, and they're both dating Reese Witherspoon. Uh, and they're competing for her, and they're okay. using like all the spy shit to like interfere with each other. Is that was like an action romantic comedy? <laughs> I, I wish Tom Hardy would do a better romantic comedy though. That would be good. That'd be fun. Sure. I'll see sure. somebody later. That's why I say like people like Daniel Day Lewis or like Denzel Washington's also just a very naturally like he's got this charisma that like yeah. would really fit that genre. If you get him a really good one. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, that's I think that's about everything we've got tonight. Uh, guys. Quarantine show number one. Woo! We did it. Uh, hope to get at least. Well, the way this is going, we'll probably get about twenty more shows during a quarantine. So, knock on wood, we only have to do like one other one during this. But uh, uh, it's been good getting on and keeping safe and social distancing with this. Um, I love social distancing. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> This is a good one, though. Thank you so much for jumping on with me, Tommy. And uh, thank you, Jordan. Doing this, uh, guys, and thank you. Yes, you for listening to this. And thank you. This has been two guys watch a movie. We are on wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, if we're missing any, let us know. Um, that's uh, that's it for tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Quartz. We'll see you guys soon. Stay Bye. safe and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't go outside. Nope. I mean, you can go outside. Just don't don't go to don't go out in public. You know, don't do that. Yeah. Do what's whatever makes what whatever common sense is.
right. We love you. Cool. Bye. Bye.